The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Hello, and happy almost Mother's Day to all you mother listeners out there. Um, and that's, that, that includes me. Um, my guest today is a futurist, a high-tech expert, and a productivity growth consultant, which I don't even know what that is, so I can't wait to find out. And she heads up a company called Be a Media Mogul, which is an information uh, portal committed to helping consumers make smart choices in the digital age. And she's author of The Digital Mindset, which is our topic today. Welcome to my guest, Carol Ingley. Maureen, thank you for having me. No I appreciate problem. that. And she's calling in today from uh, Washington State, right? Washington, D.C. It's a, it's oh, a, a most beautiful day here in Washington. Oh, lovely. All right. She's near, near the first family over there. Um, so, so let's start from the beginning. What is the digital mindset when you say that? What is it? The digital mindset uh, it happens in um, ten steps. But the digital mindset is best explained by taking the first step. And the first step is you have to accept the fact that because we've reached a tipping point where audio, video, and data and voice are now speaking the same language, which is digits, ones and zeros, that's what the digital revolution is about. Everything has gone digital. You have to face the fact that there is so much information online and because everything is starting to speak the same language, you can mix and match it in so many different ways that it is almost can be seen as infinity. So you have to accept the fact that it's so much information that you can never possibly get on top of everything. And once you accept that, you walk into a, um, a new world that I'm calling the digital mindset. And then you can begin to take the steps. But you have to actually be, see the world differently. So this, this step one, in your, in, and I have your ten steps in front of me, and we might as well go through them since you brought it up, um, is the first step, which is what you're describing, is embrace infinity. Why is this an important first step? This is an important first step because otherwise, if you don't begin to see the world in a new way, you may not really feel compelled to change. And if you don't change, you may wake up in five years and find yourself so overwhelmed by information that, uh, and you haven't developed a strategy, that you will find that the people around you have developed strategies to deal with the information. So it, it's, it's really doing this is so that you don't get left behind in five years. And now is a critical time because it is only recently, I'm sure that you're aware that we only recently switched from analog TV, and you know, a lot of people got rid of their old TVs and went to digital TV. 
and the transmission now of TV is ones and zeros. And that was one of the last big parts of the digital world that hadn't been digital. So now that we have so many different components that are digital, things are, uh, we're on the cusp of things are going to change so very, very quickly that if you don't have a strategy, you will be left behind. Is some strategy better than no strategy? Because I know there are people who just say, you know, I can't take it anymore. I'm going to bury my head in the sand. I'm not going to pay attention to any of this. I'm checking out. Is some strategy, no matter whether you've thought it through or not, better than nothing at all? Well, yeah, some, yeah, of course, some strategies. Well, <laughs> no, I know people that just, they can't cope. There's just so many ways to express themselves and to get, you know, both information going out and coming in, and there's so many ways they get so overwhelmed by every new uh, application and ways to do it that they just kind of go, oh, forget it. I'll just read my email, or, or I won't even read my email anymore. The people give up. Is that, so I know that that's obviously not, a, you're not going to keep up, but is there, is, is having a strategy some strategy better than zero? I mean, some strategy is better than zero, but knowing the new rules and knowing what the new game is allows you to create an effective strategy. Right. So what you want to do is have an effective strategy. Mm. Now, I do have a paragraph here that I might, I, maybe I should read about oh, whether sure. you do not take this first step. So uh, may I read that? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. If you choose not to take this first step, sooner or later you will find yourself wandering around in a daze due to circuit overload from reading and going through mountains of digital data. You will be overwhelmed by a to-do list that you can never quite manage. You will wonder not only why you cannot keep up, but why you are already exhausted and you are still not keeping up. You will notice that your job or career has been changing and you haven't been changing with it. You may also notice that your personal finances aren't working the way they used to. Maybe this is the position you already find yourself in. Wow. It's like and a, worse, you will begin to observe those around you who are keeping up. So then that's you feel, what this you, book is about. This so is book feel, is about is it, it, we are in a very unusual situation. The world has never been in this position before. Right. And suddenly, everything has gone digital. We, now, we used to have analog TVs. Now we have digital TVs. We have digital cameras. All this is all very, very recent. It's been happening over the past 10 years. Right. But now it's all come together, and we are set. Things are going to start to change exponentially compared to what they have been changing at. So right. if you don't have something in place, you're, you're going to find yourself on overwhelm. Wow. So your step two is leveraging. How do you leverage your, your – you've embraced infinity. Right. Now how do you leverage it? You leverage infinity uh, by beginning to see the world in big pictures. Now, the biggest picture of all, of course, is infinity. But then you begin to say, okay, now, now I'm accepting infinity. I know that there's this huge amount of information out there. And for some people who are having problems with the word infinity, let's just say more than you can ever imagine. Okay. <laughs> so you have information out there, and it's more than you can ever imagine. Then you decide, okay, I'm just going to cut out a little square here. And this is the big picture I want to deal with now. And one big picture that a lot of people are dealing with is getting a, um, a new job. Okay. So you, you, decide, you carve out a picture. And then you, um, then what you, another a next step you might take and um, it's like, le- how do you leverage it? It's how do you, you leverage it by you begin to, you ask um, a set of questions, but you begin to ask New kinds of questions. You begin to say, okay, we're in this new world. 
what kind of new questions might I ask? Mm-hmm. And and one and then you you keep thinking in terms of big picture, and you have to say things like, well, where is the marketplace for this job? And it may be the globe. It may be a global marketplace. So you you become aware of the fact that because we are all in this together, and it is a, 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 a we're all in it together as, as the whole world. Mm-hmm. That if you are a software engineer, you aren't competing with just software engineers in the United States, you are now competing with software engineers around the world. Right. So you have to come up with a strategy saying, I'm going to hit these five big ways to find a job. Let's say you were looking for a job, and then you try to leverage it and make your decision, right? You can't just Right. And, and you begin to ask different sets of questions. And one way in which you can do this is you, you write down these sets of questions, and then you just simply plug them into a browser or plug them into Google, and you just begin to see what kinds of answers you start to get. Wow. And then you begin to follow the thread, and you may well end up following a thread, and you find out you know, something that you never weren't even looking for but becomes very valuable information for you. Wow. So, okay, so now you've leveraged your infinity. You're working out sort of on a, on a strategy. Right. And, and now we go to step three, which is you call it rewire your brain to the digital mindset. What is right. that? Well, um, I'm going to I'm going to really step out and be perhaps politically incorrect, but Uh-oh. there is there we go. we've um, had it before here. <laughs> you you wouldn't be the first. Okay. Well, there is this classic scene where a man is saying to a woman, "What you are saying doesn't make sense in lieu of the facts." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, a woman is speaking intuitively, and and you know, a man says, "Well, that doesn't make sense in lieu of the facts." And what I am saying in I think it's step three, rewire your brain to the digital mindset, is that we have to use both sides of the brain Mm. with a digital mindset. We have to use both the the left side, which is the rational side and the analytical side, but also uh, the other side of the brain, which is the intuitive side. Both sides become important um, with the digital mindset. And that's because creativity, because creativity and innovation, become the most important part of uh, of our future. Because it's not really just knowing the information; it's it's knowing how to find it and what to do with it. Right. And is is, is part of this because where I mean, does part of the right brain stuff, the intuitive, creative stuff, come because? There's just so much uncharted territory that it needs innovation. It's like begging for innovation. It's begging for creativity. Is that where a lot of it's coming from? I think that it, in a way, that in a way, what you are saying is true. Is that what good is this information? This huge, vast, vast of information, unless you have something to do with it, some right. creative way in which to use it. So it becomes if you can find a, something simple. Mm-hmm. Out of the complexities of simplicity becomes more important, and that's the another re- way to leverage the it. The rewiring that you're talking about in step three, I've noticed in my own brain, and I don't—I know people have noticed this too because I've had conversations. But like, for example, I used to—I me- used to know everybody's phone number, you know, even their old phone number by heart. It would just sort of go into. This. Now I can't even remember a number that I know I should know, and I have to look up everything on my smartphone. So is this a bad thing, or does that mean our brains are going to be used in different ways? It means that our brains are being used in different ways. And what your brain is telling you is that it's no longer useful to hold that number in your brain. 
it's more useful to have it on contact lists across different devices where you can just pull up the name and then, you know, call the person that you want to call. So I, don't, I shouldn't feel guilty about that because I'm thinking, like, oh, that part of my brain's dying, but now you're telling me that I can use my, I can and rewire my brain and be creative. As much and as you want to you open up, you actually want to, another way you have to rewire your brain is you have to learn how to empty your brain. This is probably the most important concept, and it's going to be very difficult for Americans who oftentimes are taught to work hard, but working hard doesn't mean that you are actually working the whole time. Right. You have to have breaks, and you have to have time to to really to get away from the information because your brain actually works offline. Right, right. You give it a chance. It's like the monks, you know, that can meditate and actually slow their brain waves down. They have high, you know, better health overall and all kinds of things. That's amazing. So um, on step four, you have this take on the take on the digital mindset toolbox. What is this? What is the digital mindset toolbox? Well, this is another way in which you can leverage infinity. And another way to leverage infinity is to create categories. So when you take on the digital mindset toolbox, you know, I'm sure that sometimes you, and certainly me, um, feel overwhelmed by all the different choices out there. But what if you decide that, okay, I can divide this up into five categories? And the categories are hardware, software, services, content, and accessories. So as you begin to divide, and so as you begin to divide everything into categories, it becomes a little bit easier to um, get a handle on what's out there. So can we put that into a practical application? Let's say, do you want to take the example of somebody looking for a job, or do you want to take another example? But how would this manifest in the real world, taking on the digital mindset toolbox? using? The- well, I, I think how it manifests, at least in the beginning, is to just to begin to see that there are categories. Just mm-hmm. to begin to say, okay, I can put my PC and the tablet and my smartphone, okay, that falls into a hardware category. Mm-hmm. And services, that's uh, my cable TV service, um, Let's see, my my broadband service, my uh, just to begin to, and my wireless service that falls into services. Mm-hmm. Just to begin to think in terms of these uh, categories becomes important. And it, and for some people who haven't necessarily thought in terms of those categories, it, down the line. In fact, I have another. Oh, I have another book coming called how to be a media mogul, which goes into all these different categories. But I think the power lies in just just seeing that there are categories. And and why is that? Why do we need to know these categories? Okay, this is why. And and, and, and it's a little hard to explain, except that this is exactly what Steve Jobs has been doing for the past um, about 10 years or so, is that he's been mixing and matching these categories to come up with innovative products and, and services. Hmm. And, you know, for people who think that he is this overwhelming genius, he's actually dipping into the different hardware, software, service categories and creating new products and services. Wow. And so what it really does, it begins to put you, the ordinary consumer, more in the place of of Stephen Jobs. So giving you the digital mindset. It's giving you the digital mindset. It's something that Stephen Jobs has been, been doing. 
Wow. So well, we're going to have to take a break. See all these different pieces, you begin to say, oh, I can mix and match. Mm. It gives you the power to begin to think in terms of mixing and matching, and it gives you the power to begin to think about what is it that you yourself need for your own digital life. Wow. Carol, we have to take a break. Okay. So uh, when we get back um, uh, from our sponsor's uh, little word, we will be back with steps uh, five through ten. I can't wait. Excellent. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. G? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters with Dr. G airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again. Thanks for listening. I'm on with Carol English. She's a futurist, high-tech expert, and productivity growth consultant. And um, she has a website, beamediamogul.com. And she's written the book, The Digital Mindset, which is our topic of our show today. We've been going through the steps, 10 steps to getting a digital mindset. Um, so uh, when, what you were explaining during the break is that this sort of Steve Jobs comparison, or Jobs, however you want to say it, um, is that now people, we are media moguls. What did you mean by that? What I mean by that is this is probably one of the most phenomenal shifts, and it, and it fits so much into the American psyche. But because of um, the power of content such as movies and TV and books and magazines being digital, 
and the fact that we have all these different um, different hardware, such as PCs and digital TVs and tablets, that are also digital, we can we can, we have now at at our fingertips the same power that um, that Steve Jobs and, and Bill Gates have had, and and if you know how to use this. And I be- really believe it's one reason why Bill Gates stepped down a few years ago. He began to see that, that that power, that unique position that he was in for decades, was not going to be anymore. Right. That we as individuals, and that's, I mean, what I'm trying to give people a heads up is how much change is going to happen over the next 10 to 20 years. Right. People can do anything from... From the, yes, from a, from from a home office or from a cafe <laughs> where right, you happen right. to be. So your your step five is, and I don't know what this is, but it says make organization a top priority. So you mean organizing all of your uh, categories? Well, one one way to organize is to begin to create categories, and one um, particularly effective way to have uh, organization is if you keep files on your computer is to have the same name of your files in, in your in your document file as perhaps um, files. You might have some paper files, but you keep the same name. Right. And then you have perhaps some um, bookmarks or favorite files, and you have the same names in those files. And then you might have even some similar names in your contact files. Right. So that there is this synergy across systems that allows you to have a great deal of facility in finding things. Right, right. Right, I like that. Because otherwise you, you can get hopelessly lost. Right. But the reason this becomes a top priority is that the digital mindset demands an uncluttered mind. Wow. So what you want to be able to do is when you leave your office or you leave your home and maybe you're walking someplace, you really want to feel completely unencumbered and not have a worry in the world. So That's all really your, the goal your of digital, the digital mindset. systems are all in place and organized. Everything's in place. I mean, maybe you've been scrambling hard for six or seven hours, but you know, when you walk away... Right. You know that everything is, and maybe you have some dig, um, news alerts or alerts for other keywords that you are that are important to your business or your home life. So you have some like some things working for you while you're gone, right? Or while you you're not online. But you you create you create an environment that where your digital assets are working for you, right? And you're not the slave to your digital assets. Now, what about these people that have their, um, you know, they, they're constantly checking. I mean, I have a smartphone. I can check my email, but I make it a habit not to always be checking my email because I feel like nothing's ever that much of an emergency. We've become so immediate in our responses. You know, we get emails, and we, and we think we have to respond immediately. Well, what if you, didn't, you don't respond for 48 hours or 24? Nothing. The world's not going to end. So what about these people that can't ever put their cell phone down because they have to check something, a text, an email. Is that bad? Is that not a thinking like a, a digital mindsetter? It, it, it depends, of course, on what they do for a living. But in general, I would say it's not very useful okay. over the long haul because it doesn't give you time to be, doesn't give you the downtime. It doesn't allow you to have the uncluttered mind. It, um, you know, it, 
there may be times where you do need to stay on top of things, but I would say in general you should have times where you check your email and times that you don't. Right. You should have some kind of system that works. And it's going to be very different for different people. Right. But the goal is to have that uncluttered mind, and the goal is to um, to have thought through. As you begin to think through issues and problems and you get a list of questions or, or some kind of outline, when you go away, the blanks begin to fill in offline. Mm-hmm. That's how the brain generally works. So that there's a lot of offline work that can be done. And okay, so... Oh, sorry, go ahead. And I, but I think it's it's a lot harder to have an uncluttered mind than most people realize. You, yeah, it you, is. You actually have to work at it. Yes, you do. And a lot of people are starting to do that with, you know, meditation and all, all kinds of things. Um, step six is uh, you talk about, I mean, and then maybe this comes into uncluttering, um, layer creativity into your life. And why is this important? And what if people say, well, I'm not creative? Well, I... I think that this is really so fundamental to the digital mindset that you will have to kind of, I think we are all creative individuals. And what I mean by creativity is mixing and matching. Mm-hmm. So if you go into, um, maybe go into something like Photoshop or something, or you, know, you want to you know, make some changes in something, uh, that's sort of mixing and matching. Mm-hmm. Changing a photograph is is a, is a way of mix, mixing and matching. Um, you know, adding uh, audio, maybe adding audio to a photograph, digital audio to a photograph is mixing and matching. But um, to do to just to just do things actually just exactly the same way is just. It's just in the end, it's not going to work. Um, for example, uh, the concept of, of a book is changing. It's not just that you can you can um, pull up a book on your Kindle. It's that you can that that there are going to be links in books, and you know if it's written by someone who's a, um, an, a, an artist who, or, or a singer, you may well be able to pull up a song. And so the concept of a book is, is um, we're only beginning to understand what a book really is. Right. And, you know, you can stay stuck in the way, okay, I know what a book is, and that's the way a book is going to be. But that, that kind of thinking really isn't going to work mm-hmm. because so many other people are going to be thinking of books in different ways. That if you are, let's say, in the book industry, mm-hmm. and you think, okay, I know what a book is, you're just you're just gonna in five years you're gonna be out of date. So that's why even if you think you're in this something that's sort of staid and even mundane, uh, you need to add some creativity into your life. Absolutely, you everything that you are doing, no matter what it is, uh-huh. you have to kind of keep your eye open for making some change that might make it a little better, or mixing and matching some element into it that's going to. Um, Maybe make it more marketable because a lot of people are selling things. So you know, you want to, you always have to be aware of the marketplace, and the marketplace is going to get very bored if you don't do something that's innovative. Right, you've got to be creative. You got to use the right brain in all this less brain stuff. I mean, you've got to you have to use the whole brain too because you have to you know you have to think about what it is in an analytical, logical thing. You know, what is it that I need to do? But then you have to think about now what is the marketplace. 
going to be looking for. Right. And should we? And we should. We should. Uh, oh, we're getting the music, so we're going to have to take a break. Um, when I come back, more with Carol Engley, author of The Digital Mindset, and uh, my mind is spinning. We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. You want to know the inside scoop on how today's leaders do business? How they hire and develop top talent? How do they retain top employees and customers? Tune in to Leadership Leverage on the Voice America Business Channel. Every week, Dr. Robert Denker will offer ideals and facilitate discussion with guests that will help shape today's up-and-coming leaders as well as established leaders in their fields. Listen for Leadership Leverage every Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Tune in to It's Your Money with host Bill Pfeifferlick. You'll get an eye-opening education about some of the misconceptions of the financial world. If you are a business owner, working professional, or successful American, you will benefit from the information on our program. Our guests will include financial service professionals, international tax and estate attorneys, and CPAs. We'll identify solutions that you can implement now to get the most of your money. Tune in Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for It's Your Money on Voice America Business. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ingley, author of The Digital Mindset, and she's written some other books, too, and her website is beamediamogul.com. If you have any questions, don't forget our call-in number is 866-472-5790. Carol, welcome back again. 
Thank you. So you're taking me through the book, um, but I still now now I have to really read it to get it. But uh, let's go to step seven, which is employ digital workhorses. What is that? Well, digital workhorses are um, are are things like search engines. Uh, of course, search engines is probably the best known of a, a digital workhorse. But when you think about it, it's, it, it gives you access to billions of pieces of information, and all you have to do is go in and ask a question. And in in such a short period of time, the, the whole system looks through everything and, and gives you the and it ranks the pages and gives you the most important page first. Mm-hmm. So, so that um, you have to be aware of the different digital workhorses. But there, one of them is, of course, social media. That's that can that you can use social media as a digital workhorse for you. Um, alert uh, is another mm-hmm. digital workhorse. Um, so far, one thing I've that really numbers. hasn't been um, developed very well is synchronization across devices. It seems like it's still a little bit difficult to synchronize right. everything, but I don't think it's going to be too long where it's going to be a lot easier where you can synchronize all your devices. Right. And once you can synchronize all your devices, I mean, that's, that's just going to save you such a huge amount of time. I mean, that is in and of itself is a digital workhorse. Right. Well, I'm, I'm synchronized. I've got my workhorses in line. I've okay. got my uh, my Palm communicating with my iPad, communicating with my MacBook Pro, okay. which also communicates a little bit with my Dell PC because I have okay. some things on a Dell. But yes, it, it is a problem. And I, I remember there was that famous story of Martha Stewart going into the um, shareholders meeting. This was before she was arrested. Um, went into the shareholders meeting as some digital company that she had bought with all of the different connectors and wires for all the different phones and desktop laptops and computers oh, yeah. and printers. And she said, can't we just have one universal wire? And of course, the companies make a fortune um, with all these wires, but I think it has changed a lot. There are, they are now sharing, you know, starting to share plugins and things like that. Yeah, so. yes, that is that is some place where we are moving, and if you know, where where we are moving is um, to towards um, more plug and play, where we can plug plug devices into each other mm-hmm. and just play it immediately. Right. You know that, that you, will you get the handshake, and then and we are moving also to more intuitive um, software. Right. Because any time you are having problems with software and you're just sitting there pulling your hair out, it really means that it hasn't been designed in an intuitive way. Right, right. That's really not your fault because really you're the customer. Right. And everything's always constantly improving and changing and you don't realize, but we should all give ourselves a pat on the back because I think we've we've uh, adopted and I, I think I was saying to you on break is that, you know, in my in our business of PR, if you didn't stay current, you know, a few years ago, you knew things were changing, you better get with it, but I was sort of, I was in the back of my mind wanting, wanting to buck the system, and I changed despite myself. I mean, uh, faxes are a thing of the past, right? I mean, mm-hmm. all these things have died, um, and the way we communicate messages now is just mm-hmm. so completely different, but um, we're all still here. Most of us are still here. Okay, so step eight in, in your book is uh, track the trends. Why do we need this, and what is that? Okay, this is, this goes back to the fact that we are dealing with this this huge amount of data. It can be called big data or an infinite amount of information out there that can be mixed and matched. Um, 
one way in which you can begin to figure out what's important is to track the trends. And we can go back to this idea of, let's say you're a software engineer um, and you're looking for a new job. You really do need to know the trends of the industry. Mm-hmm. And one trend you might want to know about is um, what kind of software engineers do they have in India mm-hmm. that are like the, the kind that you are. And is there growth there? Is there a marketplace? And, and you might also want to check out China. Um, that's, that's some of the trends. What's the trend in salaries for the field that you're in? Mm-hmm. Um, so so if, you are, if you don't look at the trends, it may well have been worked out better 20 years ago, but because we are in such a fast-paced uh, world, it puts you in a much more powerful position to understand those trends. But why does it give you power? Is it that you, when you're discussing something with someone, you have the facts, or is it so that you know where to uh, create categories for yourself? I think it's like, it's like um, um, if you don't know where you're going, you can take any road, and really it's a way to figure out where you're going. Mm-hmm. It's a way to kind of have markers, because if you are, let's say you are a software engineer and you have, you're in a particular field and you find out that that particular field, by doing some research, isn't going to be going through a growth um, phase. In fact, it's not growing at all, but if you shift into another category of software engineering, then, then, then that isn't a growth, um, and, that, and, and you do your research, mm-hmm. then you can um, target your, your job search. I think it's partly because the reason you have to do this is that the world is more competitive. Mm-hmm. And the world is more competitive because we're not competing just with other Americans, we're competing with the world. So there's, there's got to be some way in which you have an edge, and it's a way to have an edge. To know what's going on. I love that. That's yeah, a good one. It's just, it's just a way to have an edge. I think it's something we, we forget to do to also. You know, you're so, let's say you have the rest of your sort of your seven steps of your digital mindset. You're kind of there. But then you forget to, to look at, to track the trends before you take a, a step towards something, a jo- whether it's right. a job search or whether it's a change of career, whatever it is. Um, it's true. That's so important to know your facts. And you see people screw up with that one all the time. You know, they didn't track the trends, and then they make a big mistake, and it backfires. And you see, I think it used to be that there would be certain people, like in a company, that would track trends and things like that, and like, let's say, in a large company. And it just isn't true anymore. It's not like that, that, you know, you're going to have a couple of people doing that. It's all of us are going to be doing that. And also, it helps with your creativity to um, track the trends. Right, right, right. Okay, so now step nine. I think I know what this one means. This is like Mm. the first one that I think (laughs) I know. Mesh. The digital mindset with mobility. So you mean get your get all your stuff so that you can be work from anywhere? Is that? Well, yeah. I mean, really, that really that is what we can do now because of tablets and and laptops and smartphones. Is that we have become a mobile society, mm-hmm. and it means that you really do have to start thinking in terms of being mobile. Right. And. Um, and you also, I think, have to be aware that that more and more, and I, I'm sure people are aware of this, that um, more and more television is going to be coming online. 
so that really, are, um, and, and that's why I think the tablet is going to be so important, is that the, the um, smartphone is just a little bit too small screened, mm-hmm. but the tablet is so portable, right, that you can very easily watch snippets of television or see movies, and it's, a much, it's much easier to, to take your video with you. Right. And and now uh, even Voice America has this uh, te- television network. So I mean it's incredible that you can have TV. You know you can have your own TV show become a huge hit from your, you know from your kitchen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know Absolutely. it's funny. I'm listening to these steps, and before we get to step ten, I'm I'm looking at these steps and realizing, I think I did some of this backwards. I think I started with number nine. I think I started being one of the first people being mobile out of. Um, sort of necessity um, when I was became a mom and I wanted to, to be at home more and be able to work flexible hours and I worked for myself and I used to hide the fact, I used to be embarrassed sort of that I didn't have the big fancy office anymore. Um, and then I realized, you know what, it's, and nobody asked really, no one, no one assumed, you know, I had a, a business office address and I had a business line and I had a separate room, so really what did it matter? But um, I think I did it backwards. I think I got overwhelmed with all the data after, because I was mobile and, and the, comp, the, um, the uh, systems hadn't caught up to where I was. Now it's very easy to be mobile, but, but you know, 10 years ago it wasn't, so, wasn't the case. Excellent. It doesn't really matter where you start. Yeah. This is not like a one, two, three. You really can go in different directions, but you have to kind of go through. I think that these are the most important pieces, and everyone will develop their own digital mindset. This is kind of to get people going. So what is living the digital mindset life? Because that's step 10. What is the Okay. Well, you know, I've written this book, and it is based on an awful lot of research. Um, I, I published a – I used to do – as a consultant, I used to publish market studies and sell them for two, two to $3,000 apiece. They were for um, Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. And this, this came out of a lot of research. Mm-hmm. But I have noticed – and it came out of my own journey. I do share my journey in the book of, of – of um, learning these steps, but I find that I have to actually I have to go back and read this book, even though it is, it's very recently published. Um, uh, but you know I finished it probably last December, but I enjoy going back, and because I, I you have to re- remind yourself of the steps. Mm-hmm. It's not it's, it's not for me. It's still not intuitive. You can kind of get yourself off track. Right. You have to remember to do these things. Right. And if you actually do do them and you employ them every day, right. it is life-changing. Right. And that's what I do mean by living the digital mindset life. You actually you got to do it. You got to do it. You know, I think certain people are good at certain ones, too. Some of these steps are, you know, I think some people like some people love to track trends, but then they get stuck there. They get stuck in, you know, step eight. And they don't do the, they don't do the creativity or they don't do prioritizing. They have no way of organizing. So... That's all, what, uh, there are some wonderful tools where you bring in specialists who do just that, they track trends for you. Anyway, I'm getting the music. Okay. So when we come back to our last segment with the wonderful Carol Ingley, author of The Digital Mindset. We'll be right back. Great. Whether the 
market's up or down. Or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again, and I'm speaking with Carol Ingley, author of The Digital Mindset. And by the way, you can buy the book either at Amazon or thedigitalmindset.com. Um, you are launching Be a Media Mogul, um, and it's, it's up and, and running, but you're saying you're sort of, it's still in the launch phase. Tell us about that. Well, I, I, I know that once people read this book, they're going to have um, questions about, okay, now that I know the um, digital mindset toolbox, I want to know more about the different tools. So uh, the, 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 um, the evolution of Be a Media Mogul is towards having the whole digital mindset toolbox in the um, accessible to people. So they can go in and get a link to DirecTV or Comcast or wherever they might be wanting to go. Ah, so they can set up all sort of through. So they can just kind of like go in and check out all the different options. So you're kind of doing some of the thinking for folks. Nice. 
So, but it, it, it just takes have, a while to get this going. What if one of our listeners is thinking to themselves, "Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Just forget it. I can't. I can't do this." What, what would you say to them? I, I would tell them about some people who um, who have read the book. I there is uh, one of the employees at the yoga clinic that I go to. I gave her a copy of the book, and she said, "Well, after she had read it, she said, you know, I hate technology, and I love the book.'" Mm. So it's not it's, if you really do hate technology and you you really are not you feel kind of like you know this is not my world. This book you can still understand this book and you can still love this book. And I think that the reason that she loved the book is that it gave her a sense of power over technology when she has felt powerless. Right. Well, it's overwhelming. And it, it is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And it, it is overwhelming. So fast. Right, I mean, and it's just... fast-paced, and I am myself at times overwhelmed. You don't ever get into a position where you're not going to be overwhelmed. But then, if you are actually employing the digital mindset in your life, you can get back on center, and then you say, "Oh, okay, I do have this strategy in place, <laughs> and I'm okay." Right. Um, another example: I, I um, met a construction worker in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm who was working on one of the D.C. Washington, D.C. streets, and I gave him a copy of the book, and he read it, and he said, you know, I've always lived my life inside a box, and I made myself happy with the choices I had there. But the digital mindset has changed my mind, and I really think the sky is the limit. Wow. So here was somebody who had really said, okay, this is what I got in life. This is my, these are my choices, and I accept it. And he has, he's, he's changed his mind. Wow. So, really- it, and so that's someone who also hasn't done a lot with technology. So, but, but even if you've done a lot with technology, I think that this book will help you. Um, well, I think what you've, said, what you've said about, you know, I always feel inadequate. Like, I, you know, I do this show, right, and I'm interviewing the top experts in social media and all these people that are experts in all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel overwhelmed, because I, especially because I get sort of a, a elementary school uh, lesson in, in a lot of this stuff, so I have a scant knowledge. And I just think, oh, my gosh, it's one more thing I've got to learn, one more thing I've got to learn. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, one day I decided, you know what, I'm just going to pick, I'm going to read through everything that's there that's new, and just go, no, 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 oh, this is good for me. And I think that's what, you, what you're saying here is that, because I was feeling guilty and always inadequate, mm-hmm. and I realized what you're saying from this is um, that it, it's just you're accepting. You have to accept, and then you're leveraging you have to accept it. being inadequate. That's like the first step. Yeah. When you embrace infinity, you have to basically say, I am inadequate. I'll never get on top of everything. Right. And out of that acceptance, becomes a new vision and, and that's where you get your power once you accept the fact that you there it is overwhelming right. and you'll never get on top of everything but out of that acceptance comes the power yeah that's i mean that's the beauty that's like and, and then you realize you share that with everybody must everybody <laughs> if you, yeah if you're anyone, not alone <laughs> if anyone comes on your show and says that they've they've got it made with all this information <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, I would it's, question that. Right, it's almost like you just have to make decisions all at all every, at every step of the way. So, what's um in the future for you and your consultancy work, and, and what's happening? Well, with that? I, um, there are uh, my commitment is uh, this is the second book actually in what what's called the Media Mogul series, mm-hmm. and it, it it's a series of books that is um, helping people be the media mogul of their life. 
and the next one after this one is um, goes more in depth about the the um, the digital mindset toolbox, the different tools available to you. And in that sense, it will kind of go hand in hand with the Be a Media Mogul information portal. Wow! But it gives you more. It 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 delves into that toolbox a little a little bit deeper than this book does. And then the next one after that is um, my favorite is going is how to, how in the world do you manage your money? Ooh! And and in the in this new world when there's so many ways in which you can spend it. Right. There's so many ways to spend it and, and get ripped off. <laughs> yeah. I, and they're just so, it's like, how, how do you manage your money when there are so many things to buy? Right. And that's, that's just in, in, in your digital life. That has nothing to do with food or clothing, but just gadgets. Right. And software and all that. And your online shopping, I mean. And online yeah. shopping apps and all the stuff that you can buy. And, and it, and you know, if you want to do something like you know eHarmony or something like that, then you know that's a monthly fee. All these right. things are um, you know come out of your pocketbook. So how right. do you do that? So that's going to be a, that's a fun one. I, I have to wait for that book. I need to I know, know now. I know, but I just <laughs> what are you, you know, going to wait till I'm broke? <laughs> I myself have to take life one step at a time. I wish I could write this right now, but I just. Right. I have to do this one step at a time. Besides, well, it's, it's going to be more powerful. Once all this other stuff, you really need to have this other, these other books out there. Yes, it's absolutely. part of the equation. Right. And I think, you know, that the, the money one is, is, is also, you know, I don't think pe- we realize what we're spending. And we do and we don't. At the end of the year, we have nothing to show for it. But, you know, it's, uh, it's so tempting out there to buy things online and, you know, just mm. all these little fees. This is only $1.99. This is only two ninety nine. It just adds up. Yeah, and, and I, I will share one insight that I will have in the book, and that is that um, one of the very famous financial gurus of all times has a show where she asks, you know, can I afford it? You, you know, you, you know, can I afford this? And she helps you decide whether you can afford something. Mm-hmm. And I say that that's not the question you should be asking. The question you need to ask is, can I af- afford not to? Mm-hmm. And if you can afford not to, then it goes on your wish list if you don't have the money to buy it. Mm. But you really do have to begin to say, you know, what can I afford not to have this? <laughs> that becomes more more the issue than whether you can just afford something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right, especially when it comes to digital stuff. Well, our show is coming to a close, but I want to thank my wonderful guest, Carol Ingley, author of The Digital Mindset and many other books. She's um, uh, Go check out and buy the book on thedigitalmindset.com and also be watching in the next few months for the evolution of beamediamogul.com as it starts to come together. I want to thank, as usual, my wonderful engineer, Justin Jackman, and my amazing executive producer, who I think is actually listening today, <laughs> John Missile. Um, next week, we're going to do something a little unusual. I am going to be interviewed I'm going to be the interviewee, and the interviewer is going to be uh, Jerome Cleary, who's worked for me in the past, has one time been a guest on my show, and um, has been a host of his own TV show, uh, Jerome on the Town, and he's a journalist uh, and a publicist himself. So he's going to interview me about my work. Um, he, sa- he said to me on the phone the other day, you know, people don't know anything about what you've done. So we are going to do that next week, and so tune in. And uh, this is your host, Maureen Kettis. Don't forget relate to your public, whoever they may be.
Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week. We'll be right back.